With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, so God, that covers our lives, oh God. We thank you for that, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, and we glorify you, God. We magnify you, God. We lift you up, oh God, for you are everything to us. You are so holy, so righteous, oh God. And we thank you for your grace and your mercy, God. For even when we mess up, God, we thank you for giving us a propitiation, God, a propitiator, God, that will turn our wrongs into right with forgiveness, God. If we just turn from our own ways, oh God, make a way towards you, oh God, for you are everything, everything to us, oh God. Father, I thank you for looking over the body of Christ, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us going in the straight and narrow, oh God. God, forgive us for our slowfulness when we're not praying and fasting like we should, oh God. Thank you for just watching over us and our families, oh God. Thank you for bringing us all in right understanding with you, oh God, and we thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching our families, oh God. Thank you for keeping our families, God. We just thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for you are worthy. You are so holy. You are so righteous. And we glorify your name, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, you are awesome, oh God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, for good and so kind, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. There's none like you, God. There's none like you in all the earth, oh God. There's none like you below the earth, oh God. And there's none like you in the second heavens, oh God. And we thank you, God. Oh God, teach us so characteristic, oh God. Teach us to be more like the God. Teach us to love more like Jesus. Teach us, Lord, to love our neighbors, oh God. Teach us to love the ones that we it is to encourage what we see every day in church, oh God. Not, not looking at the characteristics of what we think a person is, but who God says that they are. And we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are so worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was born, God. And I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for what you do for our apostle, oh God. Thank you for moving in his life, oh God. Thank you for giving him directions, oh God. Thank you for just being mindful of him and his family, oh God. Thank you for lifting him up from the youngest to the oldest, oh God. Thank you for making a way for them, oh God. And thank you for bringing all his families in right family with you, oh God. Thank you for what 
or what to do for anything, every member of Judah sanctuary of praise. And every one of them sound in my voice, God. Thank you for bringing us on and being right standing with you, oh God. I wish that you, God. Thank you for being the center of our joy, oh God. You are everything to us. You are everything, oh God. And we thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And Lord, for those who are going through in this pandemic situation, oh God, who have lost jobs, who Somebody's heart, oh God, to go down and meet someone's need, oh God. Because this is the time, God, when we as a church need to stand up. But we say that we can hear from God. Stand up and do what's right by your brother. Bring your sister. Not only those that are in church, but those who step out in the mansion amongst the people, oh God. We say go into the hedges and the bright. Lord, I do understand. 
Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for what you're doing, God. God, I'm so grateful and so thankful for what you're doing for my children and my grandchildren, oh God. Oh, everything is not perfect, God. But yet you are there, and I thank you. Oh, I glorify you, God. I thank you for how you're changing marriages, oh God. God, for the spouse that's not saved, oh God. Save them, God. Save them to the utmost, God. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for being so mindful, God. We thank you for every dotted eye, God. And we know that you're there. For every cross to God, we know that you are there. For everything that we speak to God, you already know. And we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We're giving you all the honor and all the praise and all the glory, God. For it is due you. You're so holy. You're so holy. You're so righteous. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, touch every thought of us. Minister, whoever's been called by your name, oh God, give them the strength to keep on going on, oh God. Oh, don't let them turn their backs, oh God. Oh, because in the day of calamity, God, they want to be able to see your face, oh God. So give us another chance, God, whoever it may be. Give us another chance, oh God. We love you, Lord. We do love you, God, and we do appreciate you, God. We are so thankful, so mindful of just who you are to us, oh God. And we glorify you, God. Oh, we adore you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for touching all the members of our churches, oh God. Thank you for the body of Christ, oh God. All over the world is crying out. Who's crying out to you, God? Oh, I think that you can go. Come, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. And change this world, oh God. Change this world. It may seem like the devil is winning. We may be winning the fight. But we know that we're going to win the battle. And we're going to win the war. And we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We glorify you, God. We magnify you, Lord. And we lift you up. And we adore you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, bless the name of God. Oh, bless your holy name. Bless the name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Let the blood cover us all. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let the blood cover us all, O oh God, and we thank you. We thank you. Amen. Well, God bless you, saints of God. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. God bless all of you this afternoon. 
I pray that God has blessed you. I pray that life treats you well. Hey, let's stay at the throne of grace, and I'll share the word of the Lord with you, and we'll talk to you for a moment. Father, in the holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I just pick up the baton, God, where your servant has left it. And God, I believe that you're God of your word, and God, what you say you will do, you will do it. You said your word would never return unto you, boy. Now, Father, hasten to perform your works and your will in our life and through our life for thy kingdom's sake. Father, forgive us for all sin and transgression or iniquity. Cleanse and purge our hearts from any evil and evil thoughts, O God. God, use us for thy glory and for thy kingdom's sake. Cover us in thy blood. Fill my mouth with thy blood one more time, God. Speak life and health and strength and power and direction, understanding and clarity to our hearts and our minds. Use us for your glory. And for your kingdom's sake, we forever give you the praise and all of the honor and all of the glory. So we thank you, Lord, for another day. In the wonderful name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we do pray. And everyone shouted, Amen and Amen. Hey, beloved, I want to share a word with you from the book of Genesis, chapter 41. While you're going there, I want to talk to you for a moment. Uh, I've been somewhat perplexed today. I lost one of my best friends. We all started out preaching together. He died on yesterday. He passed over, transitioned into the glory of God. And I want you to pray for his family. We're close to me. We, we grew up together. We labored together, fasted and prayed together for days. And the Lord took him home on yesterday. I knew he had been sick, but I didn't know he was that sick. So let's pray for that family, not only for him, but for all those that are around that are losing loved ones since COVID-19. Uh, God is still working in spite of what we see or hear and how we feel concerning what's going on. Our God is still in control. We have to believe that. We have to believe it, and we have to stand on that with all of our strength and all of our might. Hey, I want to talk to you tonight concerning a character by the name of Joseph, and I want to use a thought tonight. There is no retreat from destiny. I'd like for you to write it down because God's going to deal with your heart concerning this. There is no retreat from destiny. First of all, the word retreat means an act of retirement a withdrawing of oneself from any place, to retire from some position or some place that you have been placed in. Destiny is a state, <clears throat> excuse me, a state or a condition. It's appointed, it's predetermined by faith in life, which we know that faith is God. So when God has predetermined your destiny, there is no way you and I can ever retreat from him. It is the ultimate faith that God himself have planned and set out for you and I. So let's pick up this story concerning Joseph in chapter 41. I'll begin reading in verse number 37. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all of his servants and Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has shown thee all this, there is none so discreet wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, 
and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vesture of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck and made him to ride in second chariot. I'll read that again. And he made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. And they cried, the people cried before him and bowed the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. Without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Let's talk about there is no retreat from your destiny. Joseph was born to Jacob in his old age, and he loved him. Matter of fact, he loved him so much he favored him over all of his brothers and sisters because he was the son of Jacob's old age. Jacob loved him so much he had a coat made for him of many colors, which means the honor signified, though he was the youngest, though he could have been the oldest with the honor that was bestowed upon him. That caused hatred in his brother's heart. I've said it numerous of times as parents, we have to be careful how we treat our children, how we show love, how we favor one over the other. It really builds animosity in the hearts of the siblings. Now, parents have to be wise. There may be always one child may find more favor than the others, but you cannot display it like Jacob did. And when you do that, you can rest for sure, beloved, you're headed for hell and disaster. You're going to see how you have created animosity in your own family. Now, what I love about the story of Joseph is not only just great literature, the theme of it is a work of art because it displays the family before us. How that we can cause a family to walk in disturbed mindset and to be grievous and hatred against one another. It goes on to live. Jacob loved Joseph. So he says to Joseph one day, go and see what your brothers are doing. And Joseph would always bring back exactly what they were doing. Now, mind you, they were much older than Joseph, so Joseph is the baby. So they were doing adult things. Matter was evil, but Joseph brought back an evil report on them. And not only did they hate him because daddy favored him, they hated him because he was a tattletale. Everything they did, he told it. 
So one day, Joseph decided to come out and bring back the reporter for his father. Had his coat on. Now, mind you, it had to be fair weather. To wearing a very long, turbulent coat. In the Eastern culture, they would wear heavy clothing anyway. But to have on a heavy coat, it must have been fair weather. Joseph had the coat on. Mind you, Joseph would have to bring back a report. But before that, Joseph began to tell his dreams. Now, when you are immature and guiltless, you have no reason and doubt not to share what God is doing for you. Joseph told the dreams. Not only did they hate him because daddy favored him, now they begin to hate him because God is talking to him. Because you and I have a destiny, some will hate us along the journey, not because of you as a person, but because God is talking to you or dealing with you. You see, there will be no retreating from the destiny that God has placed in you. You cannot retreat because many hate you. You cannot retreat because people dislike you. You cannot retreat because things don't go your way. You cannot retreat because seem like hell always lie at your doorstep. You see, because God has a destiny for you. Joseph is being obedient to his father. He goes out to find his brothers, cannot find him. So a man finds him wandering in the field. He asks the man, have you seen my brothers? Now, undoubtedly, the man knew Jacob's family. So he said, yes, your brothers, I heard them discussing. They were going to Dothan, and they were there. Joseph began to seek out his brothers. Now, all of this, beloved, is part of life. But you and I cannot retreat from the hell that we have faced up until this point. But God has a destiny for us that must be fulfilled, must come to pass, and must be done utterly by God. So he goes to Dothan, and he finds his brothers, and when they see him, they say, here come the favored, here come the dreamer. Now they were sick of him, like many can be sick of you and I. Because we worship or praise God. Or because they think that God favor us more than he favored them. But if they get their hearts right, God will favor them too. So when Joseph began to approach them, the anger stood out, the hatred. They snatches him up. Can't you see little brother fighting his big brothers? They want to kill him. Reuben, step in, but now, hear me, Reuben is on Jacob's bad side, because Reuben had lied with his father's concubine. He laid with his father's concubine. That's a no-no. That breaks parenting coverage. Do not lift up your mother's garment to see her nakedness. Do not lift up your father's garment to see his nakedness. That's where Ham got in trouble. Another story. 
So now Reuben is trying to find favor back with his father. He said, no, we're not going to kill him. But let's put him in a pit. Reuben had to leave. Believing that when he got back, Joseph would have been in a pit. And he would have returned him to his father. But that did not happen. Judah decided he saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming. He said, man, I am sick of this fellow. Let's all agree to get rid of him. Instead of sharing his blood, let's sell him. This is all in the destiny of God. You and I will face some things in life that seem like we don't deserve it. This shouldn't happen to me. Why am I going through this? Why am I dealing with that? Why do I have to lose this? Why did I have to go through a divorce? Why do I have to go through hell? Because God has a destiny plan for you and I, and we cannot retreat from it. You cannot run from the position where he placed you. You cannot hide from it. You must face it and deal with it. Because sooner or later we will reach our destiny. Joseph sold to the Ishmaelites. They bring him to Egypt. God gives him favor and sells him into Palamon. But he walks out of a skillet into a frying pan. He's free. But there's a price for freedom, my brothers and sisters. When we talk freedom, something must be sacrificed to give you true freedom in life. There is no freedom without sacrifice. Joseph is sold into Polybus' house. Polybus gave him ruler over his house. There is none greater in his house but his wife. Joseph ruled. Now mark the word of God. Because when God has a destiny planned for you, you cannot retreat from that. To do so, you will backslide from the plan of God. But let me serve you notice, beloved. Even a backslider still is in the destiny of God. God have already made provision for them turning their heart from him. So there is no escape from destiny. Because sooner or later, I'm talking to somebody now that's in a backslidden condition. You're talking like God, but you're not with him. You're pretending like you know him, but you don't have that relationship. God is waiting for you to turn your heart. But the destiny still lies for you. But all of that still is in the plan of God. Joseph is in Polybus' house. Polybus' wife full of lust. She wants him. He rejects her. He leaves his coat. It gets him in trouble. Again, his covering has got him in trouble. You see, beloved, every time God has designed a set, Something for you and I. There will be one thing in your life will constantly get you in trouble. Can I talk to you? My heart gets me in trouble. My mind will tell me not to do certain things for people. But my heart always overrides it. 
And then when they turn against me or do something wicked toward me, the Lord said, but I told you. They were no good. I told you they wouldn't give it back. Whatever the problem may be, the Holy Spirit will always quicken us and tell us. But there is something that always gets us in trouble. Whether we're trying to be liked, trying to help people rescue them, trying to stand in the stead of God to bail them out, Whatever it may be, something getting us in trouble. Joseph Coates kept getting him in trouble. Now he goes to jail. All of us have him sentenced to prison. Joseph went there at 17 years old. But listen to me, beloved. There is no way he can retreat. Because now he's a born servant, a slave under Paulus. Yet he's in prison. Serving time for something he did not do. You see, sometimes our trials and tribulation is not because we've done something. It's because we have a destiny that was going to be great in the eyes of God and in the people. That's what our enemies will become our footstool. But we have to remain faithful. Joseph is in prison, young, struggling. Mind wondering, why am I here? Sort of like you and I. Why do I keep going around and around God? Why do we have to have hard-hearted, stiff-necked people in the body of Christ? Why don't the saints of God do this? Why don't There's a destiny lies ahead. God is saying to you and I tonight, keep your course. Keep on walking and keep on trusting me. Now, it's hard to trust God when you cannot read the will of God. I'm going to say that again. It's hard to trust God when you cannot read the will of God. You're trying to figure out what is your will for me. And the writing is not plain. And if he give you a dream or vision, it's so confusing. It's worse off when you ask for it. But you cannot retreat. Joseph is in prison. Mine is battling. Looking at brick walls in the dungeon, trying to figure out how can I get out of here. Stuck in a dilemma. But there is no way out. Hey, beloved, that's no accident. God puts us there so we cannot escape, so we cannot retreat, because if we do, we'll fool around and delay in destiny. Bible said, yet while we were sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, nothing that we'll ever do or have done will surprise God. He saved you and I because he loved us, and that he have a destiny for us. Said, well, Apostle, sometimes it just seemed like God is out to kill me. God is out to get me. God is out to just destroy me. What did I do to God? You didn't do anything. You're worshiping him. You didn't do nothing wrong. Job didn't do anything wrong to deserve what he went through. 
But when God has a destiny for you, he has to brag on you and boast about you. It's a parent that sticks their chest out. They're not being facetious. They're not being glory. They're not being arrogant. They're just saying, God, bless me with a good son or a good daughter. Some folks don't like that. I know. I know how to think. Well, his kid ain't no better than mine. You're right. Her daughter ain't no better than mine. You're right. But I had a right to still brag about mine. If you don't want to brag about yours, that's your problem. But God will brag about his. Job didn't do anything wrong. He could not retreat from it, though. God had a destiny for him. So it was with Joseph. While in prison, he trying to figure a way how to get out of this. What he didn't know, God was still working. So God sent two men in prison. One was called a baker and a butcher. Or a butler. And they both talking with Joseph. They're there for a while. The fire is angry at them. Joseph minding his own business, what he did not know. God was still working for him. You see, people that come in our life, some come to mean us harm. But some are sent divinely by God to show you and I, God is still working his destiny out in us. These two men were there. And they went to sleep and had dreams. Both of them dreamed that night. A hurry of one dream that he had a branch with three buds of flowers on it. Had grapes on it. And he grabbed the grape and squeezing it back in the cup of Pharaoh. And giving it back to Pharaoh. When he said it to Joseph, Joseph began to interpret his dream and said, Three days going to happen, brother. God will allow Pharaoh to restore you back to your position. The other brother gets excited because he hears a good interpretation. And everybody that have a dream, not always going to have a good interpretation. Make a decide here, tell him his dream. I had a dream of three white baskets full of meat, baked meat. And it was in a basket on top of my head. And the birds were beginning to eat that meat. Joseph shook his head and said, The basket, represent three days. The meat represents the birds going to pluck your head. Pharaoh going to lift your head from off of you. In other words, he's going to hang you. Can't you see the sorrow in the baker's mind? But watch how God works his destiny for Joseph. That's encouraging to Joseph. Because here come the guard. He takes out. Brings it back. He said, man, don't forget me. Don't forget me. You see, God will never forget us. But when the baby or the brother was restored, he forgot about Joseph. But God had not forgot about him. You see, it seemed like sometimes we're looking to people to say, don't forget me. God bless you. Don't forget me. But they seem like they have amnesia. And they forget about you. But you can rest for sure, my brothers and sisters, God has not forgot about you. Hold on. Destiny is almost in arm reach. 
Joseph stayed there another couple of years. Pharaoh has a dream now. He's getting excited because your destiny is getting closer now. Pharaoh has a dream, and he dreams about cows. He can't figure out about all these fat cows standing on the meadow bank. Then he dreams about the cows that are skinny, poor and lean. The lean cows eat up the fat ones. And it disturbed Pharaoh's mind so bad. He wakes up. He said, Lord, what is this? Now, mind you, beloved, he's an unsaved man. He don't know nothing about the God of the Hebrews. But God had placed a man there called Joseph, waiting for his destiny to unfold. I stopped by to tell you all night. Destiny getting ready to unfold. All of this pandemic ain't nothing but an agent of God getting ready to show us how great our God is. How great our God has been to us. How great our God don't lift us up. Yes, we may have been down and out, but I promise you tonight, every devil in hell and all of our enemies will become our footstool. Now Joseph, still waiting. Pharaoh has another dream. He dreamed about a stalk of corn. On one stalk is seven good corn. He dreamed about eel corn. The eel corn eats up the good corn. It disturbs his mind so bad. He called the magicians. Called the wise men. Called everybody you know. Beloved, I stopped by to tell you tonight, don't call nobody. Don't pick up the phone. Don't call the prayer warrior. Don't call the preacher. Don't call the deacon. Don't call the elder. Don't call the songster. Call Jesus. He get ready to talk. God told me today, I'm getting ready to talk. I want them to listen. Joseph sat in there and finally, the butler said, oh, I remember my fault this day. There's a man that told me about my dream. He interpreted the dream and everything came to pass. Pharaoh heart is despondent. Watch this, beloved. God is going to take the sinners and bring to your life. That's going to be a blessing to us. We've been quoting it for years. All the wealth of the sinners is laid up for the just. Well, guess what, Pharaoh? The saints getting ready to collect. We're getting ready to be blessed by those devils that we call sinners. God's going to bring them in your life to bless you. Some of them going to turn because of your life. Some will remain heathens. But what, Pharaoh? Pharaoh's mind is troubled. Joseph began to interpret the dream. Now, Joseph, destiny is for unfold. Joseph began to interpret his dream for Pharaoh. And Pharaoh is stuck on stupid, just looking and listening. And he looks at the baker, I mean the butler that's been restored. And the butler said, I told you, I told you, he know, he's know, he has something in him we don't have. What is that? The spirit of God. You see, the love God say, all that are mine. I don't want you to retreat from your destiny. Hold on. I'm getting ready to bless you. Hold on. I'm getting ready to elevate you. You say, well, Pastor, I don't see how I'm going to do it. Don't worry about it, Joseph. Don't try to figure out how God's going to do it. God is getting ready to do it. Now watch this. 
Symbolically, when Pharaoh called Joseph from the prison, he had to bathe himself, shave himself, and put on clean clothes. Listen, beloved, it's time to bathe. Time to change your clothes. Time to walk sanctified and holy. It's time to shave off what is not good for you. When he came before Pharaoh, he came clean. We're getting ready to come before the king, beloved. Because when God allow your destiny to unfold, God's going to be right in the midst of it. Watch this here. Pharaoh said, I, I got to do something. Joseph find you somebody, man. I ain't the man. I want to stop saying that. Stop cursing your life. Stop saying I can't preach. Stop saying I'm not a good teacher. Stop that foolishness. You're cursing your life. God didn't make a mistake, Moses. I know you're tired, tongue. I know your brother well educated, but I don't want him. I want you. Stop saying what you're not capable of doing. And Pharaoh looks at Joseph. He said in these words, why should I look for another wise man? You're the one. And immediately, all of Joseph's hell had been through. 30 years old now. Spent 13 years in penitentiary. Laboring, crying, praying, hoping. We've been in the wilderness. We've been waiting for years. God ain't through with us, y'all. I want you to hear me tonight. God ain't through with you yet. Your destiny is getting ready to unfold. Immediately, Pharaoh looks at him and takes his rings off his finger. And put that ring on Joseph's hand. That's power, beloved. That's the seal of the Pharaoh. And that thing poke, that ring poke, he went through yet. He clothed him in a great silk vest and put a gold chain about his neck. And I decree from this day, our Pharaoh, listen to me, beloved. I hear God saying, I'm a Lord God. He's getting ready to tell the devil. These are mine you've been holding back. These are my children you've been fighting against. Now, devil, bow to him. Pharaoh said, Ebenezer bowed to Joseph. They cried out, Joseph. Joseph, Pharaoh, listen, listen. When Joseph's chariot passed by, listen to what the word of God said. It said he wrote in the second chariot. That's the only time second really was first. You see, because Pharaoh knew in his heart, Joseph was the man. You may not have a title. May seem like you're second, but you're really first. And everything in the land did not move unless in Joseph's spoke. What's the destiny? Everything God has said to you, pursue it. Do it. No more procrastinating. No more putting off. God said, fast, fast. God said, play, play. God said, go to school, go. Say, well, I don't know how to do it. Don't worry about how you're going to do it. Tell God to do it. That's his business. If he told you to do a thing, trust me, beloved, he'll work it out. 
There is no retreating from your destiny. But you cannot stop and start. Stop and start. After a while, God gets frustrated with you. Because now God wondering, did I save you in vain? Did I choose you in vain? I'm closing on this statement. Many of us try to figure out where is life going to end up at. I'll tell you where it's going to end up at. In eternity. Very simple. That's where life is going to end up at. In eternity. Whether it be with God or be with Satan. And if you're walking with God, you got to worry about going to hell. So let's just wipe that out. Because you are born servant to Jesus Christ. But while you're here in this flesh, don't try to figure out where is your destiny. Just keep going forward. Paul said, I'm pressing forward to the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I'm forgetting those things which are behind me. Forget your past. Forget your hurts. Forget your pain. Forget the old divorce. Forget the old broken relationship. Forget the hurt. Forget the tears. Turn a new page. Set your eyes toward your destiny. Because God is not going to renege on what he promised you and I. One thing I know about God is he cannot lie. The immutability of God is that he cannot lie. And if God said it, you can rest for sure, beloved. It's coming to pass. I'm closing here. This is my second one. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob never understood the greater faith. Even though Abraham had the faith and a friend of God, when he got in a situation, he lied. He had the faith. But the circumstances, situation made him lie because he could not see how in the world God will work it out before King Abimelech. Not to let him kill him, so he lied and said, well, that's my sister. You and I had a faith. So when we're tested or tried, don't renege on God. Quickly go back and say, God, you're still in control with my destiny. And I know it's going to be okay. Listen, beloved. Somebody, somewhere, feeling like there is no hope. See, God permitted everything to happen for a reason. If we never had hell, we don't understand peace. If all you had peace all the time, you never understand what war means. It's like always having sunshine, you never understand what cold means. If you always have cold, you never understand what sunshine. If you always had rain, you never appreciate a clear day. So God allowed these things. I don't care what it is. Once you have gone through it, you can deal with it and you can help others because now you can see your destiny clearer. God did not allow you to be tested to be tested or tried. Without saying your destiny 
It's right before you. Joseph, talking to my Josephs tonight. You got a ring on your finger from God. He's clothing you with an anointed robe. Listen now. He's putting a gold change about your neck. I want to say something to you. You see, when God does a thing, he'll orchestrate himself in people that don't even know what they're doing. They're just doing it. And they'll say, I don't know why I did it. I just did it. It ain't them. It's God. The sinner's getting ready to bless your life, love. And they're going to know why they're doing what they're doing. But it's your destiny. Hey, I love you. Appreciate God for you all tonight. I pray God stirred your heart. I pray God revelate your mind to understand there is no retreating from your destiny. Stick with it. I know sometimes it gets difficult. Hey, a couple days ago I threw both my hands up like, God, I'm done. I can't do this no more. And so I got through pounding and having blooms let to go in the air. The Lord said, what you going to do? Well, I can do challenge. He said, that ain't it right now. You know, you try to find another way to fill in. But guess what? Can't retreat. You got to stick with it because our destiny is at hand. And I promise you, beloved, what I'm saying to you, I hear the word of the Lord out of my heart and my spirit. God's getting ready to bless some of you also. You ain't going to know what to do. But now don't be like Ananias and Sapphira and steal the money from God. Bless the house of God. God give you $200,000, don't bring a parts of $20 and put it in my hand like you did something. That's not blessing God. That's not blessing God. The Bible said, bless the prophet and so shall you prosper. But when God bless you, bless God first. Bless him. Bless him. And I promise you, God's getting ready to honor your lives. Don't you hustle God. Don't hustle him. Just like he gave it. He take it. Love you tonight. I'm praying for you. God bless you. Hey, if anyone on the prayer line don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior tonight, simply I just want you to ask by confessing. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I am a sinner and I have sinned. God forgive me and I repent. And God will come into your heart. Hey, if there are any questions tonight, uh, woman of God, will you on? Block the line so people can talk to Apostle. If y'all have any questions, I'll do my best by the help of the Holy Spirit to answer your questions. Any questions tonight? All right, y'all shouting at me one time. Okay. No questions? Hey, I have one. Not really a question. I'll say something to you. I love you. Stay focused. Keep going forward. Don't look back. God's got some great, great, great for your life. Your destiny is right in home reach. Trust me, love. Some of y'all can smell the blessing. Feel it in your spirit. You know something good is going to happen for you. Stick with God. Hey, if you're paying your tithes, your offering, get in touch with Sister Carol. Do what you have to do. Use the app. I know the app. And uh, let's serve God. Hey, apostles out of here tonight. I love you. Appreciate God for all of you all. Pray for me as I pray for you all. Pray that God use you. Uh, God's going to put an anointed fast on some of you all. Just obey it. 
He didn't tell me to put a fast on the church this week, but some of you are walking in the vein, and if the Holy Spirit said fast that day, you do it. God has something great for you. Hey, I love you. I'm out of here. God bless you. Have a blessed night. Get some rest. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.